Well, welcome to season nine, my friends. I'm so happy to be back to offer you another season of story times, interviews, diet and workout info, and gay health topics, to name but a few. As you probably know, I have been out with pneumonia. That was not a fun time, but fortunately through the amazing antibiotics that exist in medicine today, I got over it pretty quickly. I just had a cough that kept staying every time I'd try to talk. I'd go into like coughing fits. So that took me a while to get over that. Paco also got sick. I'm not sure if he got pneumonia. I don't think he'd got to that point uh, because his just kind of cleared up on its own. So glad that's behind me, and I'm so glad to be back again for my ninth season. You know, every time I have some illness and I get over it, and then I think, well, you know, now I'm going to be on a great schedule. I'm going to get my shows out every week, da-da-da. And I'll go through that for a period of time and just kind of still thinking like I'm invincible or something, like nothing's going to go wrong as long as I'm careful. And, you know, I obviously picked this up at the gym. I uh, had gone three days in a row just prior to getting it. So I'm pretty sure that might be where I picked it up. But I guess, you know, I'm going to be moving into age 66 in the spring. So I just kind of have to be realistic and realize that given the fact I have these things wrong with me, that periodically, maybe even more than periodically, I don't know, things are going to pop up that throw me off my game. And probably as I age, they will become more and more frequent. Oh, <laughs> I, you, you, you know, I was, I was on this schedule of putting out shows, and, and guys were even sending me messages. Joey, I've had so much Joey lately going on. I'm so happy or whatever, you know? And I'm really happy and proud of myself. And I had portions of shows recorded. I just had to do a bunch of middle stuff, intro, outro, that kind of thing. And then I got sick, and I wasn't able to talk without coughing. And... It's just frustrating. So I think what I'm going to do is, is what I've done a lot in my life is I'm, I'm going to look at the worst case scenario. And then if it's better than that, that's great. <laughs> you know? Um, so I guess I have to realize that there are going to be periods of time where I disappear while I'm sick I will try to keep you notified. By the way, if you did not know that I had pneumonia, to me that means you are not reading an older gay guy show's Facebook page because I always post what's going on, what shows are coming up, when they're released. So follow me on the Facebook page. You don't even have to belong to Facebook. It's a public page. You can go to Facebook. I'm assuming this is what it is. Facebook.com slash an older gay guy show, all one word. And then 
it should take you to the page. Or if not, just type in the search box, An Older Gay Guy Show. And I do keep that updated. I, I promise you, I keep that updated more than anything. To everyone that sent me messages while I was sick, you just don't really understand, I don't think. I don't think people could understand what it means to me to have you correspond, to have you reach out, for me to know that I'm being thought about, uh, I'm being, you know, wished the best recovery. It's, it, it's amazing the way it makes me feel. And even when I was feeling my crappiest and coughing and, uh, um, I'd, I'd just go on to Facebook or I'd check the emails or whatever. And so many wonderful messages that were just so inspiring to me, you know, um, saying that, you know, we'll be there when you come back, you know, have no worries and, you know, take care of yourself. That's the most important thing. And it, it's, it just really touches my heart. And it makes me feel like I just have globally all these friends everywhere. It's really quite something. And I would not have this if it wasn't for this show. You know, kind of a weird thing. I, you know, had always wanted to be, I always wanted to be a star. Ever since I was young, I dreamed about being a movie star or a TV star and everybody loving me and going and making appearances or doing, you know, stadium concerts where I sing. All these fantasies when I was young. And then, as I've talked about in other episodes, I, I really kind of screwed that up. I had the opportunity to be in Hollywood, and I ran from that. Um, I had this opportunity to be in college and to really learn to be a wonderful performer, and I fucked that up. And I've always felt that I missed out. But for some reason lately, I've been watching various interviews on YouTube stars of my period and they'll talk about the tv shows or the movies that they've done ones that i had enjoyed and i got to hear behind the scenes kind of thing and you know as a kid when i imagined doing it i thought oh i'll be a star i'll walk on i'll know my lines da 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 i'll say it I'll, the director will say cut he'll be like you know do it again or that's perfect there would never be any conflicts. I didn't think about conflicts, and I hate, hate, hate conflicts. And these stars in these interviews will talk about, you know, oh, we had this director, and he and I butted heads all the time, and the studio wanted to get rid of me, and all of these things, and then, you know, kind of B or C list stars will say, yeah, I did that great thing. Everybody remembers me for doing that. But then I didn't do anything else for the next 10 years, even though I tried. I, I, will, you know, I would contact the right people. I would do auditions if I needed to do them. And, and these people were saying, you know, it was difficult income-wise. They had to take some you know, jobs that they certainly didn't want, that they even felt a little demeaning at times, just to make the rent. And I, it, it just never occurred to me that it would be like that. I thought, you know, once you hit it, 
you know, once you have a, a TV show where you're like the breakout star, from then on, everybody wants you every week, forever and ever and ever, or whatever, you know, that they would always want to hire you for other things, that they, I didn't know about typecasting and about how if you do a certain role for a long period of time, people will always associate you with that. So even when they see you doing a different project as a different character, in their mind, you're still the same character that they knew, and now you're trying to fit into this thing that it just doesn't seem to work. And I never thought about all of that. And there's a radio show, a morning radio show I listen to all the time, and they periodically will talk about the management and problems they have with the management. And uh, one guy who, uh, one guy, he I guess he's in his late 20s, no, he must be in his 30s, and he was recently married. He just had a kid, and he just had a kid just before Christmas. And the radio station in this team that he had been on for 10 years fired him took him off the air immediately, and he didn't do anything wrong that I know of. And so, you know, after 10 years and having a baby, his first baby, and it's just before Christmas, and yet the management were like, no, he's got to go. We got to save money. It's the budget. You know, we can't have him. And I never thought about all of that, about all of the potential worries and, um, you know, I'm a fairly neurotic person, <laughs> you know, big surprise. Oh, Joey, I didn't know. We can't tell. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, I'm bipolar and I have OCD a little bit. So, so you, you, you take all of that and you put me into those high pressure situations, you know. If you're the star of a show, you have to be great, great enough to carry that show and to keep all of the people, the co-stars and the, the, the crew, everybody employed, you know, that count on their paycheck. So you not only have to be good for yourself, you have to be good in order to support other people in it. And you know what? You know what I do that gives me the same feelings of being a star and I don't have to argue with directors or producers or management or, you know, I just do literally whatever I want to do. And that, of course, is the show. Like, in the big scheme of things, I kid you not, this show is exactly what I've always wanted. I have it. I don't have to be disappointed anymore. I don't have to feel like I missed out on that aspect anymore because I have you and I have this show and I have some, at times, annoying ability to talk. And I'm so happy. I just want you to know I'm so happy. Today, I'm starting a new series that will continue periodically throughout the year. I'm calling this series Reddit Stories, and they will be covering different topics that I hope you'll enjoy. These stories come from actual Reddit postings that are in a public forum, and that's really important. 
any names or locations are changed to keep these as anonymous as possible. These are actual postings and nothing has been altered but personal information and location. Reddit disguises people's identities so nothing can be traced to a person unless the poster chooses to do so. In those cases, I have changed the info just to protect everyone. Regarding the topics, many times I will choose to use subject that interests me as well as the many listeners that enjoy my personal true life experience stories. Often these subjects will be one of a sexual nature. Gang showers, gay dating horror stories, erotic camping experiences, first gay sex, erotic wrestling stories, and straight guys with gay experiences are but a few of the topics that will be discussed. If you do not enjoy these episodes, please simply don't listen to those shows. I don't need to hear how disgusting you think people are. You know, that's not necessary. Just, just you can choose to not listen. Problem solved. The first subject I'm reading about is about gang showers in gyms, at school, and at work. We have all had a variety of experiences and lessons learned. Today, I will read four such tales. My name is Joey Hernandez, and you are listening to Reddit Stories, Gang Showers Number 1, the Season 9 premiere of An Older Gay Guy Show. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com. Okay, our first story is called My Communal Shower Stories. So this may be a lengthy post, but after watching this Reddit for a while, figure I'd finally open up and share my experiences. And the fact I never actually sat down and wrote this all out, it may be somewhat therapeutic, lol. So growing up, I was the typical nerd, Short, skinny, glasses, bullied, etc. So I had a tendency to always get picked on. I did enjoy playing Little League soccer and wanted to play it in high school when I became a freshman. About a year or so before I went to high school, I did Boy Scouts. Typical Boy Scout stuff. And we did camping trips, etc. But one summer, we did a week-long summer camp. And of course, during that time, you obviously need to take a shower. So we used the public showers that were attached to the pool. Keep in mind, I've never showered with anyone before, and I was just starting to develop sexually. Well, turns out this shower was an open shower, and I was scared, like super scared. So scared that I didn't want to shower with other dudes and avoided it. I chilled in the changing area and wet my hair in the sink to look like I showered and then went back to the campsite. I successfully avoided it and went about my way. Fast forward to the first day of high school. I signed up for soccer 
which happened to have been the very first period of the day. So as freshmen, and not doing any of the summer stuff, we just showed up and sat in the locker room during first period, while the upperclassmen all out doing practice and stuff. And I thought nothing of it. And then they all came in a bit before class ended and started to strip down to take showers. Now I had explored the area while they were out practicing, including the shower room. And it was also an open shower room. It was an open room with terminals on the walls with three shower heads per terminal. So you can put three guys around a small space spread throughout the room. So when the team went to take their shower, I knew that's where they were all going to be gathering up, and I got scared again. They'd come back into the locker room area with towels on, and as they got dressed for class, I saw the wide range of guys in various stages of development, up to full maturity as some were seniors. I got so scared that I dropped soccer before the second class and did P.E. instead, which didn't require any showering at the end of class. From there, I avoided any sort of public showers. As I went through high school and I sexually matured, I also realized I was gay. I figure that may have been one reason why I was so scared of showering with other dudes, because I didn't want to get hard, and as I was always the one picked on, that would have been a full invite to get beat up in the showers or elsewhere because I got hard. Fast forward again to many years later. I'm now fully accepting my sexuality and also ended up realizing that locker rooms and open showers were somewhat of a turn-on for me from when I would go online to search for stuff. Great. So now it's a fetish, which really makes me avoid it even more, so because of now an even bigger fear of getting aroused in the shower room. I'm at a point in my life where I wanted to join the military. Growing up as a military brat and living right next to a big military installation, I ended up with lots of gay friends who were serving. Keep in mind, this is before the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. I'm still scared to join, solely for the fact I know there would be open showers. It wasn't the training, the fear of drill sergeants, or anything like that. It was the fear of showering with other dudes. That's it. That was the only reason why I didn't join before. Because I was scared I'd be in an open room shower, get hard, and then get kicked out. But my military friends obviously were able to do it, so I figured I'd overcome the fear, and I joined the military. First night at basic training, the moment came where I had to take a shower. Of course, I reconned the shower room beforehand, and sure enough, it was an open room. So everyone stripped down, and so did I, shaking out of absolute fear. It was really weird being naked 
with other dudes in a non-sexual situation for the very first time. I kept my eyes forward, but was able to get a few glances at the other dudes. And to my surprise, no boner. I finished the shower, got dressed, and was absolutely elated that I didn't get hard. I overcame my lifelong fear. From there, it just became easier. As I continued through the service, many more circumstances came about where I had to shower in open rooms, and I never got hard. I had this thing beat, and I found I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. A few years ago, I became an instructor for ROTC. Every summer, we had to go to Fort Knox and train cadets during their summer phase. They put us cadre in barracks, but these were temporary barracks where they stuffed four of us to a room and had a community bathroom. And of course, the community bathroom had community showers. By now, I'm totally used to this. Well, one day, I just came out of the field and went in to take a shower. I go in, and there was another cadre in the shower room with me. I noticed through my previous shower experiences, dudes prefer to shower facing the wall, so you don't see much but butts. Well, this guy preferred to shower with his back facing the wall, so he's standing frontal to the open. I look glance, and pay no mind. But I noticed that he had already been in there when I got there, and as I was taking my shower, he never really made much progress in finishing his shower. So I go about my shower, glancing back over a few times, and noticed he started to get a semi-hard. I had no idea if this was a signal or what he was doing, but now I'm in a situation where a dude is in the shower with me and he looks like he's getting hard and now I'm in a scene from the movies I had always found arousing. So I decided to let myself grow a bit. For always being scared of getting hard, now I was intentionally letting it happen. Not all the way, just enough growth to let him see I've grown a bit as well and swell up a little. Never got fully hard, but enough to show I wasn't fully flaccid either. After a few moments, nothing happens. He still is maintaining his semi and just chilling. So I decided to finish up and leave. So that's basically my story. I went from being the super scared, nerdy kid who dropped out of soccer to now thoroughly enjoying showering with other dudes, mostly military, and even learn to have the ability to grow as much as I want under my full control. Our second story is titled Communal Showers at Work. We talk about communal showers in schools, gyms, army, swimming pools, campgrounds, etc. What about communal showers at work or at jobs where you have to strip naked in front of your co-workers? Minors are the only profession I've seen mentioned here since I've joined. 
I know there are more professions out there where showering is required at work with your co-workers besides mining. I'm from the rural farming part of the Midwest of the United States. I've talked to several guys that have farm-related jobs where showering or changing clothes at work is mandatory. A few of them I've heard about are as follows. Number one, big commercial pig farms. Everyone strips naked and showers together and then puts on work-provided clothes. After work, everyone strips again and leaves their work clothes there to be properly cleaned. They shower together again and then put on their regular street clothes before the leave to go home. They do this to prevent the spread of disease that might harm the pigs and infect the pork meat. Since most hog confinements are low budget around here, I'm told most have communal showers, bathrooms, and locker rooms all together. Number two, there aren't a lot of chicken farms in the area, but I'm told the same procedure applies to the chicken farms in this area as the pig farms. Number three, large battery manufacturing plants, batteries for cars, tractors, trucks, semis, where a lot of the corrosive chemicals and acids are used. I was told when everyone gets to work, they strip naked and put on work protective clothing. I was told the clothing was more of a protective jumpsuit. After work, you take off protective clothing and then everyone showers just in case they got any of the chemicals on them when taking off their protective clothing. I asked the guy if you can leave your street underwear on, and I was told no. Number four, I've heard at local meat packing plants, you leave your street clothes on and put your work clothes on over your street clothes. You want as much clothing on as possible as it's really cold in there. No showers either. However, I wonder if large-scale slaughterhouses have showers as I'd think many things would get kind of messy in there. I've talked to local butchers, and they say they do not have showers. Anybody know about large-scale slaughterhouses? The guy from the chicken farms took pictures of the locker room shower area. It was just a few lockers and shower heads with a toilet in a very small room. No privacy. Everything in that room was filthy dirty. He said in the summer months after school is out, it is common to get kids just out of high school or out of college and back home for the summer looking for work. They think working at a chicken farm will be easy work and good pay. Then they find out they have to show dick, as he calls it, and shower with their co-workers. A few walk out immediately. Most will reluctantly comply, especially if they need the work. They get used to it after a few times, and it becomes no big deal. He said a lot of teasing goes on at first with those young kids when they're in the locker room showers with the older guys that have been there for years. After their initiation, the older guys let up 
and everyone gets along. It is very common for the older and younger guys to talk about fucking their wives and girlfriends in the locker room. Eventually, the age difference and showing dick is no longer a problem. The guy from the large battery manufacturing plant says changing clothes and showering together, in his opinion, helps everyone get along there. On the assembly line, there's very little talking, especially socializing, so no real chance to visit and get to know your co-workers. Plus, they have a wide range of ages working there, races, short people, tall people, skinny people, fat people, people from different backgrounds and temperaments. The only place socializing can take place is in the locker room shower area before and after work. He says he feels like when you see so many different people naked every day and you realize everyone is just like everyone else, the not getting along and differences of opinions kind of go along with the physical differences you just learn to accept them as normal. He said he's seen a few semi-hard cocks, but never a full hard-on. Nobody says a thing about the semi-hard cocks. He says the guys just want to visit there while showering and dressing, and then get home. The younger the person, the more nervous in the locker room, shower, bathroom area they are, but they get used to it. One other thing he pointed out to me that I never really thought about was when older guys are at the urinal, they pull their dick out of their fly in their underwear and jeans to take a piss. The younger guys unsnap and unzip and pull their underwear down below their balls and let it all hang out while taking a piss. He wonders what changed. Why aren't more younger people using their fly to take a piss? What caused this change? And when, over the years, this change happened? Why are younger guys willing to let it all hang out when they take a piss at a urinal with other guys around, but scared to shower in a communal shower? I wonder what other professions out there require showering or changing at work. Are their showers going away from being communal showers to showers with closed stalls? An embarrassing time at a communal shower slash hot tub. This happened to me about 10 years ago. I was fresh out of high school, and so I started to go to my local gym. They had the usual stuff, weights, racquetball courts, a basketball court, cardio areas, fitness classrooms, and a small lap pool that wasn't exactly 25 yards long, but I loved to swim and it was the only one close by that had a pool. This gym also had communal showers, a sauna, steam room, and a hot tub inside the locker rooms. This was a first for me. Well, this was my first gym, so... In high school, we had communal showers, but no one ever used them. Not after P.E. and not after practices or games. I guess maybe all the guys in my town are prudes? Actually, not totally. 
There were rumors that the football team fooled around with each other in their special team locker room away from the P.E. lockers. And actually, a couple of years ago, it came out in the papers that one of the current team members is charging other players with sexual assault. So maybe it wasn't a rumor, and it looks like it wasn't just during the time I was at the school. Sorry about the tangent. But I played water polo, and I swam, and the guys, including me, never showered. And if we did, we would rinse off in our suits. So when I got to this locker and saw guys and men showering nude with each other, sitting in other places completely naked and comfortable, it was completely foreign to me. I was much too nervous to do any of those things naked. At the beginning, when I would change in the locker either into gym clothes or into a swimsuit for swimming, I would nervously glance around trying to understand the etiquette. When I showered, I wore a suit, and some other guys did the same, while others were just naked. I wore a swimsuit in the hot tubs and sauna and steam, too. Like every other locker room, some guys chose to do those things in just a towel, or completely naked, or in a suit, or in gym clothes like me. Eventually, I got up the courage to shower without a suit. It was normal to shower naked. Frankly, it's kind of funny to be the only one in a suit while all the other guys around you are completely naked washing up. While you have board shorts getting soapy and the water hitting it sounds like rain on a tarp. So the very first few times I showered naked, I did get a little excited. It was a new feeling to be somewhere that wasn't private naked around other naked men. The communal shower at this gym was small, maybe eight by eight feet square, with about three shower heads on each of the three walls, and the last wall just a big opening to enter or exit the showers. So with just a couple guys in there, it's pretty cramped. The first few times I showered, I had to hide my boner in the corner and just kind of wait for it to go down so I could get out of the shower. Eventually, I got used to the feeling of being naked in front of other people and since don't pop as many boners in the communal showers. And that wasn't the embarrassing part I was referring to. The embarrassing moment happened one night when I went to the gym really late. The gym that I was going to was open 24 hours during the week and closed early on the weekends. I couldn't sleep one night, so I decided I would head to the gym. The pool was closed at this time since it was so late, but I was prepared and just went to lift some weights and run on the treadmill. When I got to the gym, there were maybe one or two guys at the gym besides the guy at the front checking people in. I put on my music and kept to myself as I did my workout. By the time I finished, it was about 2 a.m., and I was the only one left in the gym besides the guy that worked there. I hadn't planned on using the hot tub or other amenities when I finished, but since I was the only one there, I decided why not take the time and use them. I also thought to myself, since I'm the only one here, I can be naked. 
maybe like a warm-up before doing it with the other men being there. So I went to the locker room and got ready. I took off my shoes and socks, stripped off my sweaty gym clothes, and threw them in my locker. I grabbed my sandals and wrapped a towel around myself. I was still nervous about walking around naked, stupid 18-year-old nerves. First, I decided to check out the sauna. I went inside and sat down, waiting for a moment, still worried, and just looking around nervous. Then I just did. I've seen other guys do it, so it's normal. I wrapped my towel and just left it open, keeping it under my butt so it wasn't touching the wood. I spread my legs open and just let it all hang loose. It was nice to feel free, even though I was the only one in there. I stayed for about 10 minutes, then stood up and wrapped my towel back around me. I stepped back out into the locker room and cooled off for a bit before deciding to head into the steam room. This time I wasn't so nervous, and there was a lot of steam, so it would be hard for anyone to see me in there. As soon as the door closed, I ripped off my towel and threw it around my shoulders. I stayed standing and stretched a bit, taking in the glory of being naked and free. It felt great, and since I was by myself, I felt super comfortable and not self-conscious. I plopped my butt down on the tile and sat back and enjoyed the steam surrounding my body. It was nice to be naked in the steam room and decided I needed to get comfortable doing it when others were there. We are all men. We all have dicks. No one's staring or body shaming. Being in the steam room, the tiles were warm and slick. I slid around on them for just a bit because I could and I was all alone. Looking back on it, it probably wasn't the most sanitary thing to do. At this point, I was feeling pretty confident and getting pretty hot. So I decided it was time to end in the hot tub, the one place I saw most men sitting in naked, and I had only sat in it a few times, but always in a swimsuit. But not tonight. Tonight I would do it naked and see how it was. With my newfound confidence, I kept my towel slung over my shoulder and left the steam room to rinse off in the shower before I hopped in the hot tub. It was just a short trip from the steam room to the little shower room, but I walked boldly naked to it. I don't understand why I was so nervous, especially since I was the only one there. I hung my towel on a hook outside the shower and rinsed off my body. After a quick rinse, I slipped off my sandals and walked over to the hot tub, which was at the center of the locker room. To get to any of the areas, you had to walk around this hot tub. Before I got in, I had to walk around it to hit the jets button on the wall on the other side of this room. The jets instantly sprang to life, and I slowly entered the hot tub. The hot tub was great. As I entered it, the warm water caressed my body in a way you would never feel wearing a suit. It was so freeing, and the feeling was amazing. Having the water touch everything naturally made me get a little excited. 
I never made a move to jack off because I was in public and I didn't want to get in trouble for anything like that. And this wasn't anything sexual. It was just a new experience and a young guy's hormones. So I sat down in the tub and enjoyed the hot water. I let the jets hit my back and massage my muscles. After a little while, I got bored. I was still semi-hard, but I didn't care because I had been in here for a while and no one was around. So I stood up in the hot tub. The water came up to my waist, and with the jets going, you couldn't see anything. So I went to the middle of the hot tub and let the jets hit me from all sides. I was far away from the jets that I didn't really feel any pressure, but the jets created a ton of bubbles. As I stood in the middle, all the bubbles would pop on my body, giving little kiss feelings all where they were popping. So all over my dick and balls, as well as my thighs and butt, the feeling was amazing. Then all of a sudden, the jets timed out. No worries, though, because all I had to do was get out and push the button again. As I was completely out of the water, about to push the button, the guy at the front came in to clean the locker room. He had a broom and mop. There I am, completely naked, standing there, and I had a raging boner because of the bubbles from the jets. He just stood there for a moment and stared at me, slowly looking up and down I froze in that moment because I was startled by someone coming in. After that, I quickly hit the button and slid into the safety of the jets, feeling my face get hot and red. After that, the guy got to work doing what he came in there for. He started sweeping and mopping, changing trash and tidying up. I was much too embarrassed at this point to get out and my boner wouldn't go down. My dick betrayed me, and the jets timed out a couple times, and every time I had to get out to turn them back on, and every time the guy made sure he was watching. Once he finally finished up, which seemed like forever, I got out and rinsed off. I put on some clothes and left the gym, avoiding eye contact with the guy who was back at the front. And that ends one of my embarrassing times in a communal shower slash hot tub. I wish more gyms had hot tubs in the locker rooms. Even the sauna and steam have them by the pool and co-ed. It would be nice to sit in a steam room naked again. I'm told I need to check out case bars. And the final story I will do tonight is called First Communal Shower. Yep, today was the big day. I grew up in a very private family in the U.S., never seeing my siblings or parents nude, and remember being shocked to see a naked teen in the shower at Boy Scout camp. I was also a late bloomer and was self-conscious about my scrawny body. Since I had middle school and high school in the late 80s and early 90s and didn't really play team sports, there was never a need to be naked around other guys for more than a second, if that. I also feared that my penis was on the small side, though I eventually learned I'm well above average. As an adult, I gradually became quite comfortable with my own nude body 
and love showing it to individuals as appropriate, wife, doctor, but still had no reason to be naked around groups of people. I joined a gym about a month ago and decided to desensitize myself to my own nudity in a semi-public setting, sort of a discipline-slash-control thing, like deliberately taking a cold shower. Since then, I've taken every reasonable opportunity to be nude in the locker area. I disrobe completely when changing before going to workout or the sauna, disrobe again after my workout or sauna, and walk naked back to the shower, carrying my clean towel in my hand. I wear the towel around my waist after showering, but I remove it once I get back to my locker and take the time to dry myself thoroughly. To my mind, none of this is gratuitous. I'm not shoving myself into anyone's face, and I am naked for practical reasons. But it has built my confidence, and I enjoy it. But my gym showers are all in private stalls. So I went to the, I will delete the name of the place. I stripped down completely before the sauna, wearing only a loose sweat towel. Nudity is prohibited in there. And then disrobed fully after returning to my locker. I carried my clean towel toward the communal showers and hung it just outside the shower room. There were three shower heads on each side, six total. Entering was surprisingly easy. I didn't take the shower head that was most visible from the doorway, but also didn't take the least visible one. One guy was in there when I came in, and another two came and went. I was in there a long time, mainly because I wanted to be, but also because I really needed to cool down after the sauna. I was both thorough and natural in soaping, shampooing, and rinsing myself. I definitely did not just face the shower head, although that's how I spent most of the time. I noticed one guy's penis and two other guys' butts, but I certainly didn't stare. As far as I could tell, no one stared at me either. No one said anything but I think I would have been open to a friendly greeting if we had made contact. I'm straight, and there was no sexual attractiveness to other guys and no erection, but there was an excitement about the freedom involving in nudity and communal nudity. I'm sure that it would be true in a mixed gender setting too, but that's not likely to happen anytime soon. Wife wouldn't do it. One barrier I haven't crossed is nudity with male friends. For some reason, it just seems like there's a step from random guy sees my junk to longtime friend from church sees my junk. I don't need to see any other guy's penis, but I would honestly like to be in a setting where some nudity occurs naturally. Since communal nudity is increasingly rare and available in fewer venues, I don't know when or how that might occur. That concludes this first show using Reddit stories. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have stories of your own and want to share them with the audience, or 
just myself, please feel free to email me at anoldergaygayshow at gmail.com. Just please write at the top whether I can use it on the show or not. And if it's just for me to see, just write, you know, just for you. I will be back soon with another episode. Meanwhile, don't forget, I'm doing a group weight loss series on beginner diet and fitness show on both the podcast and the YouTube channel. Follow along at no cost and see if you can lose weight once and for all and keep it off. Dieting prep starts on February 1st and we will fully be on the diet on Monday, February 12th. Until next time, my very good friends, thank you so much for joining me. Bye for now.